You're listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. To find out more about the Whole Vineyard Church, go to wholevineyard.co.uk. Thank you, guys. We have um, the absolute privilege this morning of hosting and welcoming John McGinley, who's our special guest speaker this morning. Let me invite him up, and I'd love for you to give him a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a, just a gift to have John uh, with us. John will explain a bit about who he is and what he does, but um, he carries a... Uh, an anointing, if you like, for um, mission and multiplication. He's an evangelist, and uh, what he's doing, he spoke to a whole load of us leaders yesterday, and uh, there was, I felt like there was an impartation of something, and he mm. spoke so well to where we are as a church and, and what God's calling us to. So I know you guys are in for a treat this morning. Can I pray for you, John? Definitely. Before, thank you. Before you share. Mm. Father, we thank you for John. We thank you for all that he is, all that he's called to, all that he carries, mm. and God... Um, as he shares, Lord, as he pours out, we ask that you would come. Would you fill him up right now, God, and would you speak? God, we're here. We're hungry for you. We want to hear whatever you want to say. And God, as John has served so well this, this weekend, Lord, would you pour into him? Would you bless him? We thank you for all that you're doing, and we just pray more in Jesus' name. More, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Well, I've been having an amazing weekend here in Hull, the centre of the universe, and and, uh, it's been such a joy just to connect with you as a family, as a house, uh, to spend time with uh, with John and Joni and with uh, Hannah and Josh. Uh, They've been hosting me, I've had just such a wonderful host, and then last night, John and Joni and I, we went to the, um, was it Madras? Um, great Indian. Um, you don't want me praying for you this morning, though, just in terms of breath. I haven't checked that, but we had such a good time. And one of the things I love to do as I go uh, to different churches is just to encourage you as you're in the membership of the church, just to appreciate your leaders. Because uh, let me tell you, there are some bad churches out there, and this is a really good one. <laughs> and, and God's called you here. And uh, you've got amazing leaders who are leading with real openness, vulnerability, emotional intelligence, health. And what I feel, and I was feeling it yesterday as I just interacted with people, is there's such life here. There's the life of the Holy Spirit. There's, there's the life of faith. There's vision. There's hope. There's love for one another. And, and that's not just in the lead, it's coming in the body, it's in the life of the whole church. And I had something of the plans for the future uh, yesterday, and I'm so excited for you. Uh, and yeah, do come for that Vision Sunday in February, because um, you'll catch what I caught yesterday, which is God has got some amazing plans for Hull Vineyard, and you've got an exciting part to play in that. And so... so as always in the kingdom of God, I've come to, to share and to serve, but I've been so blessed in just being here, just finding a place of life and faith. I've just been renewed, so thank you. Thank you, John, for the invitation. Uh, so we're going to look uh, this morning at a theme of um, mission. As Josh said, this is what God's given me to bring to the church. 
And uh, we're going to read some scripture together. So if you'd like to get uh, your Bibles out or your phones out, um, if you uh, get your phone out and you read anything other than Bible, you will go to hell. It's just, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, it's just how it works. <laughs> no, no, that's a joke, just in case you're worried about that. <laughs> um, but we're going to be in Luke chapter 10. And we're going to look at the sending of the 72. So we're going to read the first nine verses together. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals. Do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you. For the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. And when you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal those who are ill and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. And we'll stop there, but we could go on. So this is God's word. And what I want us to do is I want to take a picture of what Jesus is doing with these 72 as a, as a picture for us in his call for you and me to be on mission with Jesus, to be his representatives. So I want you to imagine what it would have been like for those 72. The really good news is, is we don't know their names. These are not the, the superstar apostles, the 12. These are 72 anonymous followers of Jesus who've begun to catch what he's doing and get involved in what he's been doing in the wider crowd. And then he calls these 72. And they gather and they look around and they see who else is there. And they go, isn't this amazing? Jesus chose me. He called me to this, this gathering. And they begin to wonder, what is going on? And then Jesus uh, comes into the middle of them and he begins to speak. And he begins to, to say to them that, uh, that he wants them to go and represent him to the villages that he's going to go into and uh, share the good news of the kingdom. And he's got a task for them to do. And he's going to send them out in pairs, and it's going to be tough, but they're going to heal the sick, and they're going to speak of the kingdom. You imagine what they're thinking. They must have been absolutely frightened and scared, but they must have been amazed that they get to be representatives of Jesus Christ. And friends, I really believe that that statement is true for you and for me that that picture of Jesus gathering us and speaking to us, anointing us with his spirit and then sending us out is a picture of what the church is meant to be. And I don't know how you'd feel about gathering here this morning and I tell you this talk and then we're saying, okay, we're going out and I've got a list of roads in Hull and you two, you're going to that road, and you two, and you're going to that road, and you're going to knock on doors, and you're going to tell people that Jesus is real. Don't get worried, it's okay, we're not doing that this morning. <laughs> but that would be the equivalent. And of course, that isn't what we're doing, but if we're not doing that, what does it look like 
to be sent by Jesus, to be representatives of Jesus, to, to, to go to places that he wants to enter into, to go into the lives of those he wants to get to know. That's what we're going to think about this morning. And so the first thing we're going to think about is calling. So Jesus says this, if we have the next slide, please. He says, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. Jesus says, ask the Lord of the harvest to send more laborers into the harvest field. Now, we can pray for that, and, and I do pray for that. I pray for that every day. This is, this is a verse that God has gripped me with, and I'm praying it over the church in the UK every day. Lord, send your church into the harvest field. Commission them. Holy Spirit, propel them into the harvest field. And the word for send here is the same word that is used to describe when Jesus uh, casts out demons from people. Akbelo, he casts them out. And he's saying, Father, cast your people out into the world because there is a harvest to be reached. And if Jesus is praying that then, If Jesus is praying in heaven for us now, he's praying that for you and for me. And the question is, I wonder if we've caught that sense of being called, that we're being sent. Now, the challenge for you and me is that we're not missionaries. We're not people who are on a mission agency list and we're being trained to go overseas and got a specific task. We're living our lives in Hull, in the different places God's put us, in our streets, in our workplaces, in our friendship groups. But I want to tell you, wherever you are tomorrow, at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, Jesus sent you there. Wherever you ever are, you have been sent by Jesus Christ. That you are his representative. You are his missionary. That when you came to faith, your baptism was your ordination. You were commissioned in that moment, not just to know Jesus Christ, but to represent him to the world and to carry his presence into the world and to bring his good news into the world. And the challenge is is that so often in our churches, we have not caught this understanding that each one of us gets sent. Each one of us has commissioned. Each one of us gets chosen like those 72 and gets included in the mission of Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you that when you get that concept, when that begins to, um, as an identity and a perspective on your life, it changes everything. And it's so exciting. You begin to go on mission with Jesus every day. And anything can happen because of his presence with you. You see how strategic Jesus is in this passage? He's saying, I want to go into those villages. I've got a plan. I've worked this out. This is how the kingdom's going to touch people's lives. And your role is to prepare people for when I enter in. Friends, I I don't think Jesus is any less strategic today. He is longing to enter into people's lives who don't yet know him. Absolutely loves them so much. Longing to know them. And our bit is not to do the whole job. It's not our responsibility. But we're to do this little bit, which is to connect 
and to prepare people and get people ready because of the way in which you've interacted with them as he gets these two. And if you're here this morning and if you're online at all um, watching this and you don't yet know Jesus Christ, I just want to explain that the reason we're talking about how to share Jesus with people who don't yet know him is because he loves you so much. And, uh, and we know this incredible truth that God is real and he entered into this world and he died for us and did everything necessary so we could have a relationship with him and live forever. And we long for the world to know that. And that's why we're talking about that this morning, because we can't keep this to ourselves. It has to be shared, the greatest news that the world has ever known. And that's what Jesus gives these 70 to do. He sends them with that call to be his representatives. Wherever you are, you're sent. So last year, um, Bridget and I, we were moving house. I finished working for um, a parish. I'd been in Leicester, leading a Church of England parish there for 14 years. Took a role with the National Church of England to encourage church planting and mission. And so we had to buy a house. So Bridget and I, we are praying, Lord, where do you want to send us? We're available. Send us anywhere. We're praying, we're working out. We, we felt we needed to be caring for Bridget's parents. We wanted to be near them. We've got to work out the practicalities. I've got to get on a train to London a few times a week as well as going north, so train stations. We use these things to just begin to guide us. But we're saying, Lord, send us to the place you want us. We're available. And when I'd left Holy Trinity, somebody had given me a prophetic word and had said, God is putting you on a very high point. I see you on the top of a mountain, and he's putting you on this very high point to give you more influence. And she kept saying this, this phrase, a very high peak. And as we were looking for houses, we were just, as you do, trawling through the estate agents. We landed on a particular house. Somebody who was praying for me rings me up and says, the house that you are going to buy has a name. And it has a significance. And we're looking at this name, this house, and it's the, it's the name of a mountain in Wales, Trevan. And uh, I said, well, it's just the name of a mountain. She says, go and look it up. And the name of this mountain, Trevan, means a very high peak. And we go, okay, I think you're sending us here, Lord. And I'll tell you, it was such a challenge. We, 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 we're, we've made an offer, it's accepted. This guy drops out on exchange day. We say, okay, find another house. He goes and finds another house um, uh, to buy. And uh, then he drops out again. And we're going, oh, this is the house we're meant to buy. This feels like a battle. We start praying over it. And then I have a real conviction I should ring this guy up. And I said to him, I just need to let you know that God wants us to buy your house. <laughs> and, uh, and if you sell to us, you'll be blessed. And, and, he's, and, uh, and I said, oh, how about this? You're struggling to buy your next house. I've got, I'm in a position where I can buy your house from you and let you live in it for free for three months while you find your house. How about that? And he says... That's crazy. I could be homeless if I sell my house to you and then I don't have a house to live in. I said, I think it might just help. He said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I said, well, think about it. Three days later, he says, okay, I'll do it. And he exchanges without having a house to buy. And then within seven days, he has completed on a house. It's totally unlocked everything. And I said, there you go. I told you God will bless you. The estate agent rings me up and says, 
do you have some kind of superpower? And I said, yeah, actually, I do. And we have an interesting conversation. But what I'm trying to say here is, for Bridget and I, because of this understanding of our lives, buying a house is not a neutral thing. It's Jesus, send us. It's not that I'm going on mission. It's not that I'm cross, uh, going overseas, as J. John says. A missionary is not somebody who crosses the sea. It's somebody who sees the cross and longs to share that with other people. And so we're saying, send us to where you have us for. And he puts us in this village. So wherever you are, your identity is as a missionary of Jesus Christ. You have been sent. You have a commission. Your workplace is a place that Jesus wants to enter into people's lives. Your street, your social group. And I wonder if you're willing to say yes to him today. The next one to think about is connecting with people. So connecting. Jesus says this. He says, when you enter um, a house... First, say peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there eating and drinking whatever um, they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and you're welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick. Tell them the kingdom of God has come near. Do you see that he's saying, connect. Eat food with people. It's what Josh said, Jesus said again and again, eat food with people. That's because you build a deep relationship, and we do it as family in church, but I wonder who you're eating food with out there. If we're sent, we are looking for intentionally for connection with people who don't yet know Jesus Christ. Because we know that because we carry in us the hope of glory, because we carry in us the presence of God, that as we meet them, there is the potential for heaven to break in on earth, for Jesus to connect with them because he's in us and we're in relationship with them. And so we are going to be, if we're living sent, we're going to be intentional about looking for opportunity to connect with people who don't yet know Jesus Christ. And that's all it is. And so he says, you go to the village, you knock on some doors, you're looking for those people who are ready and open to receive you. And if they'll welcome you in, just eat with them, spend time with them, share life with them. And then in the midst of that, my kingdom can come. But the first thing is connection. So as I start to live in this village, I I walk um, uh, my dog every day. I've got a Springer Spaniel called Monty. And, uh, and so I go walking around, and I'm praying, and I'm saying, Lord, would you help me to meet people in this village? I want connection with people. And so, uh, so I'm looking, and I'm meeting people, and when you've got a dog or a baby, people talk to you. Uh, and so, um, so we have, I meet people with dogs, and, uh, and, and I'm having conversations with them. And I get home, and I've got a little notebook like this one, and I, and I write down their name, and I write down the dog's name. I've got a little column there. It's got uh, the title of it I really love, um, if you get the joke. It's called The Village People, uh, which is the YMCA Village People. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm laying my hand on this book every day, and I'm saying, Jesus, save these people. Save these people, Lord. 
I don't know them very well, but I'm here in this village. Would you save these people? I remember one day, I'm walking down this, um, this field, and I see the other side of the field. This woman is walking down the opposite path. And I realize that if I run, I can meet her at the gate. <laughs> so I duck behind this hedge, and I'm legging it down this lane. And my dog's looking at me, going, he never runs. What's going on? And we come around the corner at just the right time. And I say, oh, what a surprise to see you. <laughs> I said, I'm John, I've just moved into the village. Uh, I said, who are you? She said, I'm Tracy. I said, uh, how long have you been in the village? She said, oh, I run the pub with my, uh, with my partner, Mark. I said, oh, that's great. We've been in a couple of times, terrible food, didn't tell her that. Um, but uh, I then, uh, she then says to me, um, have you got family? I said, yeah, I'm married to Bridget. And she says, does Bridget like craft? My wife hates craft. She has no ability in craft at all. I said, she loves craft. <laughs> Why do I say that she loves craft? Why? Because we want connection. We want relationship. And so Tracy says, I'm going to drop an invitation round. And uh, we have a craft group every Monday night. And so I get back home. I said, darling, you're going to craft. And <laughs> And sure enough, she goes to craft. She cannot do craft, it's so funny. But she just drinks wine, and they give her little things, because they've worked out she can't do craft. And so they give her a little thing to sew, and a little thing to knit, and it's, it's so funny. But what we discover, because I'm praying every day, Lord, let me connect with people who don't yet know you. Tracy and this craft group are the heart of the village. And because I'm looking intentionally for connection, God shows me how I connect with her. She invites Bridget to craft. We are now in the relationships of this village in such a deep way. We, we spent the last two um, uh, New Year's Eves in the pub until two in the morning with this group of 20 people. We invited all of them to a Christian magician called Steve Legg. They all came. So we had 25 people at this event because we built relationship with them and they heard the gospel. We started a church. A number of them are in a church community because, all because I walked my dog with intention to build connection. Now, I want you to, to make this really clear. I didn't get a dog to do evangelism, okay? I got a dog because I love dogs, okay? And so if you love cats, then we can pray for you later and cast <laughs> demons out of you because that's... There's an anointing on dog walking, no. I, I just love dogs. I love dogs. So what am I doing? In the, the fabric of my life, in the way that I'm called to live it, in a way that's authentic for me, I'm saying, Jesus, use me to connect with people who don't yet know you. That's all this is. So that's what it looks like to be sent. It's not in the same way where we're sent on mission um, in the way that Jesus sends these 72, but it's in the midst of our lives, we live intentionally in a way that enables us to connect with people who don't yet know Jesus Christ. And I wonder, A, first of all, if you're doing that, and if you're not, then there's no condemnation, but out of today... I don't think any of those 72 walked from that meeting with, with Jesus and didn't go to their village. They were scared. They didn't know what to do. It's the first time they've done it. But they went and they did it. And we know in a passage that we, we didn't read from, from Luke 10 that they came back and they said, 
it, they returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Do you see that they hadn't done this before? Jesus commissions them, they step out, they go, and they come back, and they are transformed by the experience of what Jesus can do with them. Friends, if you don't live like this, then you are selling yourself short because you're not living on mission with Jesus and discovering who you are in him and what he can do with you any day of your life. It's an adventure when you live like this. It's joyful, but it takes courage. So we're sent, we're called by Jesus. We connect with people who don't yet know Jesus Christ. And then we seek to bring his kingdom. Jesus said, when you're with those people, um, heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. This stuff is, is not necessarily easy, but I think that all it really is about is us asking questions of people, building relationship, and telling stories of who Jesus is to them when there's the opportunity. And questions we can ask them are just like, would you like to come, invite them to, to church, to, to what's happening here? Questions like, if they share a need, can I pray for you? Just, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, a builder in my house, he, he, has, uh, he comes in with a cast on. I said, oh, Gary, what's happened? He said, well, I've got diabetes and my bones are brittle and my foot just won't heal from a long-term injury and my toe is co totally distorted. And this is, this is a, a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. Doesn't talk very much. He's just he's a big guy and he builds houses and stuff like that. And, and I said to him, Gary, could I pray for you? He said, yeah, I'd really like that. And so I pray for him. Nothing, no dramatic thing happens. He just gratefully talks to me about what he's been suffering with. And then, uh, then, he, then he's in hospital. I'm going, oh, no, this hasn't gone very well. Uh, but then his brother, who's, who's on this, there's, um, there's uh, seven of them in this family who are doing this build. And uh, his brother says to me, oh, no, 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 his, his foot dramatically changed shape um, and, and is completely better compared with where it was. He said, here's a picture. He sent it to me. And his foot had been healed. But Gary hadn't told me. <laughs> and then his other foot had got sepsis in it. And he was now in hospital. So I sent him a text. I said, Gary, I, I hear that God really healed your foot and that your other foot's better. Pray to him. Ask him to heal your sepsis. And I'll be praying for you. God really loves you. I'm, I'm telling him. First of all, I'm healing the sick. And then I'm telling him, God loves you. The kingdom can come near to you. I get no reply to the text. Now, I don't know what's going on in Gary. And I tell that story to say that actually, first of all, when we do this stuff with people out in the world, they're okay with it. I never get pushback on it. Sometimes people just say no, and there's no issue with it. But God can touch somebody just in that moment by saying, could I pray with you? But it doesn't guarantee that they then turn to Jesus, and, and Gary definitely hasn't yet. But any day is a day in which we can begin to follow Jesus and say, Lord, here I am. And, and what it looks like for me is at the beginning of every day, I say, Lord, send me into this world and give me an opportunity today to show you to somebody who doesn't yet know you. I long for that opportunity.
So yesterday, so this is my accountability with you. I have a great day in the morning. had such a good time with all the leaders in the morning. And then I have an afternoon free. I think, I'm going to go and see Hull. And I'm going to go buy my wife a little gift. I've been away for a whole week. I'm going to buy a little gift. And uh, Hannah and Josh said, you should go to Humber Street. There's some really nice gift shops on Humber Street. So I'm walking into town, past the marina. But, and because I prayed in the morning, Lord, send me out. Let me show somebody your love today. I just at the beginning of my walk into to, Hull going, Lord, I wonder if there's somebody I could share your love with today in Hull. Wouldn't that be amazing? I'm in Hull for one day, and they might hear about you. So I'm just walking along, not really giving it a second thought, and I go to a gift shop, and I buy my wife this little mug, and it says, be kind to yourself, and it's the right color for the shelves that she's just put up, and uh, I'm thinking I can get lots of brownie points, and all the women in the room now are going, oh, isn't he lovely, and all the men are going, oh, I wish you hadn't told that story. Um, <laughs> uh, but I bought, I, bought this, I bought this mug, and uh, I'm really pleased with myself. And then I'm going to have a coffee in the gallery, and I sit down, I have a coffee in the gallery, and as I sit down, I see this, uh, this, person, this waitress who's, who's serving us. I have this thought go through my mind, it's nothing more dramatic than that, give her the mug. I go, what? And then, because you begin to recognize the voice of God, I go, what, Lord, you want me to give her the mug? And I just feel, give her the mug, and it says, be kind to yourself, and let her know that I, that she is a very kind person, and she loves to care for others, but God wants to care for her, because he loves her. I'm going, oh, Lord, I really don't want to give her the mug. <laughs> and uh, I said, I'll do a deal. <laughs> if, this, if this cafe empties and she's not busy, I'll do it. So it's a real coward deal. Totally empties in five minutes, <laughs> honestly. I go, oh, no! <laughs> So I'm letting you know, the fear doesn't go away, guys. The awkwardness doesn't go away. You have to overcome it. And so I get the mug, I take it over to her, and I say, um, I, I, I believe in God, and I, I'm a Christian, and I try to live my life spiritually, and I was just walking around, and as I came in here, I felt that this mug that I've bought, I felt God say, I should give it to you as a sign that he really loves you. And what I felt him say about you was that, you're a really kind person, and you care for everybody else. But he really wants to care for you because he loves you. And I don't know if that means anything to you. And she says that it meant something to her. She's moved by that. She tells me her name. She asks for my name. And we just have a moment. And she says, I said, will you keep the mug? And she says, yeah, I'll keep the mug. So I have to go and buy another mug. <laughs> but Lucy has got a mug in her home today. And when she sees it, there's a chance that the Holy Spirit will say to her, do you remember? God loves you. Who knows what God will do with that? But all it took was for me to live yesterday with a sense of being sent. Longing to connect with lost people who don't yet know Jesus. And being willing to say, the kingdom of God's come near. God loves you. He cares for you. It's as simple as that, friends. And all it requires is for us to say yes. I want to give you a final thing, just, um, which is an acronym to see how this works day by day. And in your small groups, you can do this. So ACORN is an acronym. It's, first of all, is ask the Lord. Uh, ask God who he's calling you to connect with. So that's the, in the passage. Ask the Lord to send laborers out. Ask the Lord to send you. Who are you asking me to connect with, Lord? Calling. What, what, what should I do? Give her the mug. Obey. Do it. 
and then review it with friends, and then ask, okay, what's next, um, Lord? So I'm going to get us to do that now, just to ask the Lord that question. So let's just be quiet together. And all I want you to do as I ask this question is just to let the Lord guide your thoughts as to somebody that you know who doesn't yet know him. Somebody who you have contact with in your life, who he might use you to connect with in some way. So it doesn't have to be a big call, it's just that little thought. So Lord, you love people, Jesus, so much. You long for them to know you, and you want to use us, and we're saying yes to being available to you. And we just want to ask you, Lord, as you know all people, who is it that we could connect with? Who might we build a relationship with or just reconnect with or seek to bless in some way who doesn't yet know you? So just for a moment, let thoughts go through your mind, images of people, names, but just land on one. And then we ask the Lord, what could I do to bless them? How could I be a blessing to them? And it could be anything. It could be send them a card, it could be have a coffee, it could be um, help them with something. But what could I do, Lord? And then we commit to obey. So just as an indication, who, who got somebody in your mind? Who had a thought of somebody? Um, just put a hand up for me if you've got any, any thought of anybody that you think I could connect with. Don't be shy. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to get your phones out if you haven't done so already. And we're going to send that person a message if we've got that uh, number in our phone because we're going to obey, aren't we? Because we are people who are going to obey Jesus' call. And you get to decide what message you want to send this person if you've got their number, okay? That's the deal. So you can just message them and say, haven't seen you for a while, I wonder if you'd like a coffee. We're going to eat food with people, remember. Could be something like that. Or would you like to pop round? Or should we have a play date with our kids? Or something like that. You could be a little bit braver. And you could say, I'm in church at the moment, and I was just thinking of you, and I wondered, is there anything I could pray for you? Um, or you could just send them a message, just say, I'm thinking of you, how are you? And any of those messages are a, are a gift of love for those people because they are letting them know that they are significant to you and when you're not with them, you are thinking of them. That's powerful, friends. So this is a way that you're blessing them because you're saying, I care about you. And then who knows what might happen if they say, Let, let's mess, meet up. You meet up and you pray before that and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? And you're no pressure, but you just seek to connect. If they share a need for prayer, you pray for that. And you, and you let them know that you care about that. If you say, how are you, and they tell you about stuff, then you, you respond. And you're connecting with people. And in that connection, Jesus can use that. 
So we're going to just pray as I finish. And uh, all of this is done in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is all something that he does through us. It's not us um, just being under pressure to do more and more stuff. It's living our life with him leading us. So would you stand with me as we pray? Thank you for listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. We would love to connect with you and welcome you home to church. To find out more, go to wholevineyard.co.uk forward slash connect. And stay up to date with all that is going on in the life of our church. Go to hallvineyard.co.uk forward slash church news and sign up for our weekly mailing. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you soon.